You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Good evening. This is Roy Masters. And I have a very spiritual factor to explain to you that could cure everything in your life, and especially your wife. But first of all, I just want to let everybody know that I'm going to say things that is very disturbing and very disturbing because the whole human race, except for a few who have discovered things as I have uh, from the Bible. Actually, I didn't get it from the Bible. I got it from myself. But I found that it was in the Bible and the words were magic. And the magic of the word, when you read it and you don't remember it, meaning you don't have to take it to memory, but recognize what it's saying, it's very hard to explain that, is to be able to read something and memorize it and think you've got it when you haven't. The words in the Bible and the words that I speak have to strike a note Oh, I've never seen that before. I never, never. Words are noises. For instance, if you have to go to another country, France or Germany or anything like that, you can't understand what they're saying, but they've got words. And you can say words and you can try to learn words and to, to get them to understand you uh, in um, in Africa, Tula, uh, Tula, um, Tula. Well, anyway, it, it's, <laughs> it's it's a long time ago since I'm in South Africa. Tula and Nashaya Shayla, Tula Shayla. I think that's as close. And what does that mean? Tula, Yataya Shayla. What does it mean? Do you think it it says me on you? means I want to kick your butt. I want to hit you. But that's what it says. But then you understand it if you recognize the words. Well, in, in, in your Bible, there's words written. And you can read the words. And you can talk about the words. But there's something behind the words. See? And there's something behind the words that is in every person as they came into the world. You have intuition. I'm, I'm emph- emphasizing it. You, if you have it and haven't lost it, and even the worst person has it but doesn't know he's lost it and thinks that what has imprinted him is, lo- is what he is. It's an emotional feeling. An emotion can have get, make you think you're in love with somebody or hate them and feel right about it. Emotions. Now I'm going to come to those emotions just for a few minutes. You do not need emotions. When you were born, you had no emotions. 
when you became aware of uh, cruelty and injustice, when you looked around and you saw your parents who were the extension of their parents, who were the extension of their parents, who was the extension of their parents, you see, I argue, right back to Paradise Lost, where everything got upside down, women were in charge, and so was the devil. See what I mean? And and women have that today, because man born of woman. I've, I'm coming to that because I want to talk a lot about it. Because I have only an hour to speak. I can do two hours if I want to, but I don't know if you can take me for two hours. But the point is, there is an order. God creates the universe. And in the beginning, he says, there was, there's the void. There's, in, in the scripture, in the beginning, there was the void, nothing. And darkness is on the face of the deep. But then where, did, where does all this stuff come from? There's a realm, but there is a, a, a realm. Let me see if I'm looking for physics. Um, oh, I wish I could say it in physics because it would bring physics and religion together. Um, it just sweeped out of my mind, but I'll, I'll continue with this. We'll be right back in a minute because we need to understand what makes us human and not human. As you can see, there's not human beings in the world. They're murderers and killers. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, here I am again, and I want to continue my thought about emotions and how we inherit emotions. And inheriting emotions, we inherit part human part animal, a human in conflict with its animal nature that it inherits. And you can see that story in the in Paradise Lost. They were living in a paradise and they were naked and didn't feel ashamed, did they? That's right. But when they sinned, disconnected, when Adam disconnected from his creator, he, he was thrown out into the real world. And he saw he was naked and they put fig leaves on because they were embarrassed. It doesn't that whole sex thing really embarrass you? I always felt embarrassed when I, people, I see women with a big belly. And I said, I don't know what she's doing, kind of thing. 
but it's always disturbing me that that man is born of woman. I mean, it is natural because cows and tigers and lions and elephants and whatever it is, they give birth the same way. But there's something about this that is always embarrassing me. And I'll always wonder. And there's a lot of truth in my wondering. Because there's something wrong with the relationship with man and woman. Because it's I, in the Garden of Eden, if there was such a place, which I believe there was, there was the first man. And don't tell me God can't create a man and from a woman, uh, from a man take a little piece of her and turn her into a female and creating, creating an order. Uh, you, because there is order in the world. I mean, but the human being, having been created in a certain way, is just something completely different from anything in the universe. No matter what star you go to, no, whatever moon you go to, whatever place you think is like Earth, you will find nothing like a human in conflict with its animal nature. And the animal nature is emotion. In other words, we fall from one atom, fell from a connected, from being connected to the Creator Himself as the immediate extension as a sun. But the sun has to be put to, to test. Otherwise, He makes it, makes that man just like any other creature. Uh, they don't know about God. A salamander doesn't look, uh, believe in God. Your cat doesn't believe in God. He doesn't know. It. He doesn't know even though he's existing. Even though some of you think they have a human nature because they they react nice and they cuddle, and you stroke them, and you love them. No, you don't. You're ruining them. You ruin your kids the same way. But you see, human beings are different. They have something they've lost, but an inherently lost. Now, there's a difference between, I don't know, I, it's hard to explain, but bear with me, would you please? Because a human being is in the image of God. That's what it says, and I believe it. He wants children, and he's not going to have sex, excuse me, pudding with it, and produced children. He only made one, and out of that one he created a female. And then he gave them some rules. He says, if you stay with me, basically I have to, you really, really to add a few words to this language, this incident is important. The first two are bound to fail. Now this is the reason and God is the most glorious aspect of what reason is. Whatever the reason is he has, he is magic. He is infinitely magic because you cannot explain this universe without using the word magic. 
I do magic. I'm very good at it. I'll blow your mind out if you ever try to want to play with me on on a game like this. I'm an expert in conjuring. Ever since I was a kid, and the air raid sirens were going on, and you couldn't go out in the street, so I learned how to, well, do magic tricks. But then I realized many years later that the universe itself is a magical thing. It came out of nothing. Um, in the beginning, there was a void. Ask any, t- any, any um, expert. Ask any person who has a degree in physics. Where did all this come from? What is the fundamental of all fundamentals? Is it gravity? I'm just going to say gravity. We don't know what gravity is, but we know it exists. We can't touch it. We can't feel it. Well, we can feel it when we, when we stop dead and, or we accelerate. We feel it, but we don't know what it is. We don't know whether it's a, it's a, a, um, a pull force or a pressure force. We don't know. I do. But we call that a fundamental. And so, but, that, but this fundamental called gravity is the mother of all the other three, electromagnetism, electromagnetic aspect, and strong and weak nuclear forces. But that is really doesn't mean anything. What well, means something that there's something called gravity, and that's a force. And I've proved it to be, I have proved to it absolute proof. I mean that, that it's a push force, and you can get energy from it. But you still have to understand in the beginning, there was a void, absolutely void, nothing. Nothing as far as ever can be. But that take, it needs, gravity needs infinite space, meaning nothing. But the nothing we're talking about is the void. And in the middle of that void, where nothing could be, not even the smallest thing in nature, not the smallest, it's Cold. You can't even call it cold. Nothing. But so, how can nothing produce a singularity? Let there be light. Good Lord. How did that happen? And what the light is, is still there. It's giving heat. It's creating an energy. It radiates. And the cold retreats, and that is the first factor of gravity. Gravity is three dimensions. See, basically, our space-time is three dimensions. But the energy that comes from the light where you don't know it came from is, in, in, is, is unbelievable because they have given it Physics has given the name. It's called a, oh dear, a singularity. They give it a name. And, and the name, the, the heat is still, is infinite. The, the, it's not a little tiny thing. It depends on how far away you are looking, perceiving it. It is a huge, fiery, 
thing, something you we have to find. But they don't know where it is, but they know it's there. And they know it flows forever. It's got to flow forever. So, but where did it come from? Can the infinite cold produce anything? Can the infinite void? Where did it come? Where did it come from? You have to understand that physics and religion are right there at that point. You have to assume that beyond that void. Now, you, you see, you can't imagine. It's impossible to imagine to, be, to think of something beyond a void. A void is a void is a void is a void anywhere you go. All of a sudden, let there be light. And the light is, 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 a, is what the universe is made of. It's, what, it's, it's energy. It's energy that continues to be energy. And to make, to make the universe, to make the little things into the big things, into the bigger things. But let me come back. The most beautiful thing. Oh, he created life. Flowers, bees, trees, animals, creatures. And, and, and you look at them, how they're made. Even the smallest thing is complicated. And the living things. But there's nothing more living than the creator himself. And that is what we need to understand how we got here and appreciate the fact that he's magic. Jesus was magic. He turned water into wine, and my masters can only turn wine into water. And I think that is even also remarkable. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. All right, so I hope you understood what I'm trying to say. The making of a human being in the image of God, the, the human being had to have a choice. And God in his wisdom, God in his infinite wisdom, had to produce a man in a certain way. He produced a man and then took a piece out of him and turned and made into a woman. Now, if he can make a human, you make all the creatures of the earth, why can't he do that? I mean, there was really nothing to begin with. And the fabric of space wasn't there. And in, and the only the, the fabric of space is like a ball of string where gravity flows into the into the void forever. There has to be a forever, otherwise there's no gravity. But there's only one string of gravity. Can you imagine a gravity with one string? But then it began to turn. This gravity, this this energy, the light, has in it. A purpose. It is a, it is programmed to create a whole universe, universe with everything in it. The only thing it cannot be made as a consequence of cause and effect, and effect becoming cause, etc., etc. Then you have to you got the, the solid part of a, of the world, suns, moons, etc., etc. But what about living things? 
What about a braid of grass? How did a braid of grass begin? That's called life. What is life? It's it's as close a, a leaf and a and a blade of grass is magic. It reproduces itself, and creatures reproduce themselves with every part of them working exactly in its own particular way. But it's a life force. Okay, look, you have a sperm, you dirty old man, and then you have a woman, don't you see? And what is in that sperm so that it can't be seen? You need a magnifying glass more than that? Some kind of device to see it? I've got one of them on my safe. And you just look at your blood or whatever it is and you see all your germs. Living creatures. And living creatures are in sperms and in, and also in the woman too. But how it is then they come together, these little tiny things, it comes and becomes a Roy Masters. <laughs> See? And becomes you. But why don't you grasp that is magic? What, what also is magic is the fact that we were, were created, the human being was created to live forever. He wants children. And even God can't make children in a manner of speaking like he makes an animal. He has to give the person a choice to love him or not. That's the magic. So we all have, we're all human beings. We all have the same parts, basically, of every race and color and creed. And when we come into the world, the culture, that is, the world comes into us. And so, therefore, the dark side of the force. Now, remember this. In the beginning, there was a dark side, and it spoke through Eve. I ate that fruit, and I'm not dead yet. And Adam, seeing that, was seduced. And then they were thrown out in the Garden of Eden. And you can look it up and find out what happened. They were had in the Garden of Eden, they had no shame. But when they were thrown out, they had shame. And man burned for women. Burned like an animal. Uh, I understand this process of having sex, but then you've got two little thick creatures, one in the woman, one in the man. How is it, even with the animals, how is it they understand what to do, what mother has to eat, or whatever it is. She has no saying in the fact that it's growing and growing and taking the food that she eats, and it's making itself. It's making itself. It's making itself another human being. It's making another cat, another dog. But the difference between you and, and the, all the other animals is your, your inheritance, 
the inherent, you actually inherit something. And God spoke to Adam, and he says, because you have done this thing, and because you've done this thing, so shall you be bonded to one flesh into the woman. Now that is a very significant, important thing. There's something really mystical about how we come into the world and how the world has got full of cruelty and evil. And many of us in America, many people in America are drunk, degenerate, full of anxiety, angry, you know, all kinds of sicknesses and diseases. And then we got chemistry to get you to feel, but, but you don't understand that you really don't need chemistry if you would understand the, the truth that may make you free. What you've inherited is emotion. You have the, you have the nature of an animal, but the spirit of a human. And, it's, and the name of the, the spirit of emotion is really called emotion because you emote and you project like an animal. We don't love, and, and the, the fact that we have emotion gives us two feelings, hate and love. Love is also hate. The love we have is where we're attracted, a dog attracted to another dog. Having sex is very similar to a man that has become an animal and is looks to the woman for love because the animal doesn't know about love. It only knows about compulsion and, and to fight, if necessary, for the woman, whether she likes it or not. And he's the, he's the chief cooking bottle washer, so to speak, and no one's going to take his women away from him. He's going to breed them all. And I say to you, that is animals, and that is by itself, but you can't have this, the emotions like an animal and call yourself a human. And now we're coming back to the fact that animal, Adam was an animal. He was part animal and part human. And therefore, there were, in this world, having been created, and how, uh, how on earth that was done, I can never tell you, how a sperm and a, mo a sperm and whatever woman has can create a, a, a complete human being, has all the information in it. Don't you think the information you have when the world was created, that it was already ready to cause an effect, effect becoming cause, and, and what, it, it, whatever, it came, but it came from somewhere. There had to be nothing to start with. But where did the something that gave a light, a magical light that, that became, that flowed infinitely and, and eventually wound into three dimensions, fabric of space, and then the, 
and then the fabric of space begins to spin. And there's lots of things I could say, but it's magic. And the void is still there. It's called the singularity. And the universe is still expanding. And God is a creator, and he will never stop creating, don't you see? In other words, where it's coming from will always be coming from there. And if you measure the, uh, the temperature of the earth, or not the earth, but in the universe, if you can do that, and they can do it, they find that it's expanding. And if it's expanding, it has to have energy. What is this energy that expanding the universe and making all kinds of things, and he never stops creating, never, 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 because he's forever. But, he, but what he wants from us is to be forever. But he has to give you, he had to give, make one that makes a mistake. See? And then we accept, we, it, it, there is a, a void. I, no, there's not the void. I'm trying to say a word. In the beginning, there is a realm, an, an awareness. If you can give it a name, it's an awareness. It's, it's beyond com comprehension. It's the awareness is in me, but I'm in the universe. But the awareness is in me. The everlasting awareness that I could live forever is within me. So I have a caller. Put the caller up a little bit. Maybe I can just, uh, maybe we can change a little bit. But I really want, don't really want to take the caller if it's easy because I'm trying to say something and I don't want to be rude, but I do need to have people call me, 800-866-8883. Uh, let me just stop here and maybe I can come back and make my important point Uh it's Kenny in Kentucky. Hello, Kenny. What we can can we do for you? Hello, Roy. Thank you so much for taking my call. I do miss you taking calls from folks. However, I appreciate your insight. Obviously, I've been with you many, many years, long time, cassette days. And uh, my question is, Roy. Thanks for uh, deviating for a while, but uh, been wanting to ask you for quite some time now. I talked to you many, many years ago about what I want to say, but in general. We're always talking about culture. I understand, you know, something. My question is: is what is? Is there anything good about culture? What? No, no, there's nothing good about culture. Boom! That was a good one. Well, in specific, many years ago, so I have don't have business. a I don't have a culture. I'm living in a culture. I speak the language of a culture, but I'm not. It's not living in me. I'm I, living in it. I understand, yes. I do understand that. Where did I come Many from? Many years ago, I asked you yeah. about music because I had my own business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was making money, and, uh, you know, I traveled. I had had hit records and, uh, you know, well, made I, music, I, re music. I remember I you spoke to me before. Yeah, I, I remember you. I mean, but, yeah, it's good you remember because <laughs> it was like 30 years ago. So, uh well, uh, you know, and you told me at the time I was concerned about it. I said, Roy, I'm making my living 
playing music. I have my own business. I don't need anybody. I, you know, I do play in nightclubs and I play around here. And, and at the time, you told me, you know, that you know, not to get all wrapped up with it. Just, you, I think your words were quote unquote, have just have fun with it. Yes, uh, I think that is very well remembered. Uh, because really, yes, because uh, America is a culture, and uh, but a culture has to have virtue, and the idea, ideal culture, is is uh, human beings. Pardon me, human beings living in the culture with virtue. And that is the ideal, or the ideal. But there's not a culture in the, on Earth. America is close to it. Well, we're, we're divided between the evil ones, the ones who see pleasure and excitement and money and power and pleasures as love when it's not love. You know, the, the, magic, the magic of God is that he is the origin of everything, and for us is the origin of love from his love as a, as a being of sorts, a being of sorts. I can't explain it because I've never seen him. I can remember just a little story, if you don't mind. No, I don't, I don't mind uh, talking about I'm music, sitting. I'm it? sitting in the living room with my arms crossed uh, um, over spread, spread eagle, and with my legs crossed like Jesus was on the cross. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at one 800 866-8883. Yes, uh, I um, maybe not be able to complete my thoughts here or even to the end of this program because we only have another half an hour. But I was in my house in Houston and spread eagle on the sofa. All of a sudden, I couldn't open my eyes and I felt I was moving at light speed and stopped without any effect of momentum and then I couldn't open my eyes but I saw colors, bright colors through my eyelid and then something says to me in my ear and it wasn't words like English but it was words of intuition that is equivalent to somebody who would say it in English and it was, what it really said was Adonai Elohim I'm Jewish enough to know what that means. It means God, God. It means so I God, said, God? Yes, both words mean God. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think I, yes, okay. okay. And so um, I went to a rabbi. I called him. I said, what does this mean? Adonai is one word for God. Elohim is another one. What happens when you put them together? And he says, he says, when you use it that way, it means God is judge. Wow. There's a judgment involved. In other words, you're, going to be, in other words, you're playing. When you, when you 
judge or when you appease when you think you love and you're thinking you're forgiving you're actually seducing a person to get worse and when you so when you don't have love you look for it and where you look for love now I can come now to the point I was making and I'm glad I, you interrupted me and got me on back on pace again but men because they're born of women are are subject men born of woman unlike unlike Adam he wasn't born that way he was created and he was the first man subject to the 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 um the energy of love that could have flowed through him for life it's still available but in a different way once you've once you've um committed sin you're stuck with it and adam was stuck with it and eve controlled him and therefore god says the next set is was this was this he says because you've done this thing you shall be bonded to the women becoming part of her you see and become one flesh now that is backwards it means the women are are the source of love to the man but the women's source of love is from the dark side a woman so when a man is born from a woman he looks to the woman because there's something pu- that pulls him he uh, he has a, 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 a burning a burning desire to reproduce himself because he's going to die the a burning desire and it's very necessary to understand that but it will it it could be con- considered in my, in any country whatever name you call it whatever name you call it it would be like love yeah. but that c- craving that burning for a woman is actually making her god giving him love which is lust it it, it has become lust it's not love it could be love if we had a, a garden of eve a garden of eden but it's not we're outside it and we're part animals and part human and we reproduce the same way but there's a right way and a wrong way to relate to a woman but every man who's born of woman has no um authority over her she has the power over him by drawing him in and unconsciously or consciously appeasing him as if it was love but it's not he becomes less and less of a man a hungrier and hungrier for her until terrible things begin to happen because a, 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 base, a, a woman basically doesn't want to be molested and degraded and be beaten in order to give herself to her husband but that's what it is he's hungry for her yes may i just all you have said my my good good friend all you have said i know in my heart deeply is true i know the truth when i hear it 
okay? Yes. And I understand everything you're saying. And I, actually, I've heard you speak on this many times. So yes. you're kind of preaching to the choir here, but it's good for other people to hear it. I want you to know that I, that I get it. And, you know, if I hadn't tuned in to you 35 years ago and just heard you say one simple phrase that might even be needed to be uh, uttered more often, if your thoughts were your own, you could control them. I go, what? And I go, that's right. Because I was nuts. I'm telling you, I was the the voices in my head, you know, in my voice. I was certifiable. I was doing drugs. I was drinking. I was a sex addict. I had everything wrong possibly in a human being. And I, you know, and I, since then I realized that nature that I've had when I was a child. But I'm telling you, when, 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 now to an egotist and seeking, go, oh my gosh, you mean that's not me? Boom. Just like that. That was the beginning to my, to my journey. Yes. The purpose for which God has prepared you, which is everlasting life, not everlasting strife. Yeah, and you were talking about love and lust and everything, and you said something uh, that may need to be cleared up to some people. I kind of got it after a while. It was on Sunday Conversations, a plug plug on Facebook. Uh, You said, wow, and then I thought, wait a minute. I know what that means. I figured it out myself. took me some days. Uh, or God let me know, it's the, the way that you love God is not a feeling. It is simply, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It, yes, it's not yes. a feeling. That's how, you, that's how you do love God. It's there called you should know God, the yeah? truth. Listen, you shall know the truth, experience it, and the truth will set you free. In other words, freedom to the pervert is all the pleasure you can give him and never stop. Never, never, never stop until he's dead or does something very strange and God knows what. But love, only God. You cannot say, I love God, because you make yourself God. You, 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 you demoralize you and you diminish him. God is the source of power, and the power of a human being is to continue, to, to extend to ha- allow that power to enter into him and then through him to others. Now, I want to, I want to read something to you. You brought something very important. I am. Oh, I, I'm so I, glad. Yeah, I'm so glad. You, <laughs> it's great to talk to you. Yeah. But, but look, let me say this. I opened the book by a mistake. Uh, no, I opened my, my iPhone, and there's a Bible qu- verse just jumped into me. I've never seen it before, but there's only about half a dozen lines. Can I read it to you? Oh, yeah, I'm always game for something uh, new. All right, look at this, look at this. And the Jews marveled, saying, how does this man know letters having never learned? Listen to this. Listen to how that said. And the Jews marveled, and they said, how does this man know letters, language, uh, educate what we call education, without having learned? And Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but God 
his, that is, God, that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. You see that the, we have to listen to the little voice within us. It's called intuition, which you're talking about. And if you follow the intuition, you will live forever and you will be free and nothing can touch you. A person can stand in front of you and be trying to be a bully and something will, in you will frighten him away. And you can see today that evil hates good. It's evil that hates good. And it wants to destroy it. And it's done a bloody good job over the thousands of years in the cultures. And every culture has the same thing. But in America, something different happened. And we, we still got dirty old people, wicked people who could be re resuscitated, if you know what I mean. But, 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 but the thing is, let me go f further. I've only got three lines left. He says, he that speaks of himself seeks his own glory, but he that speaks God's glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. In other words, as I speak to you, words are come putting in my mouth in this old man's house. I used to be pretty glib, and I had a very good vocabulary. You can I see remember. me... In yeah, you can see me in on Facebook, and you see the, a different Roy, and now I'm I'm an old Roy, almost ninety. But old Roy is forgot all the other stuff, and is seeing things in a scientific and philosophical connection. Science and religion belong together, and science. Is, this is a beautiful thing. So this is the culture that allows us to. Find the truth without being murdered. And, but it's, it's still there. You see, our, our, our President Trump has that quality. He has the quality Roy Masters has. Nothing touches him. I, I know he's been a naughty boy over the years, and so are we. We've been naughty boys over the years. I have been. When I got married, I didn't know enough about women, and the women got to me. And I had to suffer for it, but I learned how to suffer properly. And when I learned to suffer properly and not get angry with my wife, magic happens. And so what, what is happening now is that you come into the culture. Here it is. You come into the culture, and because your mother has never been loved by a man, never had the love of a man because man born of woman does not have the authority that he once had. It's upside down. And it's right there in the scriptures. Because you have done this thing, you will be bonded to the woman as one flesh, which is bas backwards. It's absolutely both backwards. So the man born of woman is subject to the woman, and when he gets older, then the, the, the hunger for love, grips a hold of him, and he looks at the woman as a source of love when it's a source of desperation and hell. And that's where the hell is coming from. When man is looking for love from a woman 
and the love is only a feeling of worthless worth. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, before I was cut off with the the music, that you have to find whether you're married or not. If you're not married, young man, understand that your hunger, your desire, is from the woman. But the woman really needs you to be subject to God. And when, if you could find a subject way to be, if, if a woman can find a man who has found his creator and has put his creator first in the purpose he was, the reason for which he was born, if he has done that, then he has God in him. And he knows what love is and he will not touch the woman until they're married. And he will court the woman and not let her seduce her him. And the woman, the woman who is not good will run away from that. Uh, you're, not, you're just not right away masters. You're, you're, you're just a sissy. Yeah, that's how they say. They get, in, they, get, they get insulted, you see. And, but there's a woman watching them. If you are, are not yet married... There's a woman watching you and how you turn away gently the, the women that, what, that otherwise would otherwise draw you in, hungrily drawn in and become addicted to love, addicted to love. And that's not love at all. It's a force coming up in the woman and destroying the man and the man destroying the woman. And there is another generation and then you could, therefore, when you come into the world, understand you're going to inherit a woman in one way. She has the power of the darkness. What she, what, what she needs and doesn't realize that this, the, the love that she draws to a man is really love from her, but it is no love in her for. She needs to have the love, the, the hell, loved out of her. How do you do that? It's a, a process of, of relationship when you are related to each other before you're married. is for the man to have the authority of God in him, not to destroy the woman, but to, to, to share the love that he got through him. Oh, yes. Program number is 800-866-8883. And, and the program number is 9017. I'm not sure you're going to like this program, but I hope you do. I'm still talking to a person in Kentucky, and I have another person in Springfield. I don't think we'll have enough time, but I'll just finish off. So, But let me finish it quickly. Do you understand the hunger you got for love cannot come from the woman? Get it. 
It cannot, because you're pulling up hell with it. You're pulling up. It's, 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 it's a feeling, it's emotion. It's a way of creating children, but the children that are born to that family will find a very dangerous situation outside because by the time they have a child, the woman is beginning to hate her husband and he's hungrier and hungrier and hungrier and it's not healthy for the woman to give that way. It's not healthy. And if he can't find it in that woman, they go for another one, so to speak. Or he becomes an appeaser and, and yuck, appeaser. Who wants an appeaser for a husband? See, it's contempt from the women again. Okay. Now, let me just, I do hope this understand you need virtue. America needs virtue. And I'm showing you why. You, you, you're getting worse. And you're raising the worst kind of people to be your president. Lucky. As God said, the end of the world is coming. And if God doesn't intervene, no one will will survive. Okay, now we're going to go to a health problem. How can they heal? Uh, how can she heal an, an addiction to medicine? Is that correct? That's not correct. Oh, I see. In other words, to keep the medical uh, uh, treatment but find the truth. Yes, I think that's what, good, what medicine is for. I've experienced it. I spent my whole life being sick. I even had a a, 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 I can't find the words, and it's ridiculous. I had a heart failure, and they put in um, veins instead of uh, the other one. And, but I grew new ones. I went through all kinds of experiences. I have been in, with, with the medicine and, and the medical people all my life, but it kept me alive to find out what is really the truth. So medicine has the effect it never cures, and to the degree that it cures, you've got to be very careful to, in, in your appreciation of that is to understand that it's not really a cure if you still have the emotions that cause the problem. Uh, Michelle, did you hear what I said? Yes, I understand what you're saying. You see, in other words, medicine is good to keep you alive and so and help you temporarily with the two keep get you better, but you're not really better. That you have to find what has caused that in the first place, because you, your immune system is capable of overcoming everything. Overcoming, but when you get upset, angry, then that doesn't work as well, and other people live off your dying, and they get take pleasure in it, and so, the key here, is yes, keep the medicine, with the idea, that medicine is never the cure, it's always the ability to keep you alive long enough to find the truth that makes you free, what caused the problem in the first place. That mm. is where medicine is good. Okay. You like that? Yes, I like that. So I, uh, my, uh, my father is a 
just introduced me to this uh, seven-minute quiet time to be still and know. And, uh, Marty Stevens is my father-in-law, I'm sure, that you know who I'm talking about. He's a friend of yours. And so he yeah, just yeah. told me to call in to you before I um, start this treatment, just about um, healing myself. I do believe in some of that, and um, I'm just trying to trying to learn more. And uh, I can hear in you anxiety and a lot of emotion. It's the way you speak. It's the way you come across. And that is emotional emotional um, behavior. You're, you're too angry, too upset. You struggle to make yourself better. But you cannot make yourself better. And science can save you, but save you only long enough for the next one that gets is even worse. Uh, because And it gets worse and you die and you never get really the, the love of God which heals everything. I have, I've have been sick in so many different ways, always recovered by not being upset by it, and and every everything bad happens for good for those that love the Lord. I've always loved Him, and so I have allowed myself to go through all these things that you are going through in medicine. But as long as I didn't get angry, as long as I didn't get afraid, as long as I had trust in my heart, I survived. Everything. I even got a new heart. It grew by itself. It grew by itself. <laughs> I, I hear somebody else other than the lady. It's Marty. It's my father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I, Marcelo, can you help me on this one? Oh, I see. All right, but hang up then, thing, because I, I've lost her basically. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please. Um, I'm no angel, I, but I have to tell you again. Do not consider Jesus as God. That is a crime. And in the scriptures, it said it, and you can read it in many places. But you may not see it because your preacher will, will, is the one you listen to and you don't listen to your heart. And the Jews, I'm going to read this again, just a little bit. Oh, we're almost finished, aren't we? We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Within the next month or so, we're going to start to give the, the basic aspect of what I've learned free of charge. And from there, we'll, my, 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 re, we will, because I won't, I won't be here all, always. And so I want to make sure everybody in the whole world gets it for nothing, for free, only for donation to keep it alive by people who appreciate it. That's all, that's all I want. We'll be doing that soon, within a month or two. A movie's being made about me, so I have to be very careful about being... Uh, feelings, if you know what I mean. Thank you very much. Post Office Box, 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. 